Hi, I'm Dee Woods from Nova Lunch Break. Codaline are a busy band. They're doing that live date at Malahide Castle in June on the 8th. They also have their third album coming out very soon and big shoes to fill. Their own shoes, that is. But the first two, In a Perfect World and Coming Up For Air, did so well. The pressure's on now for the hat trick. I'm sure they will do it. Jay Boland, bassist with the band, dropped into the Nova Lunch Break studio to talk all about that. His new random project to do with Denmark and just how Codaline life is going in general. What a nice fella. Have a listen. Nova. Jay from Codaline. Hello. <laughs> two, two, check one, two. I feel like you should be running the desk of this interview. You're probably a lot more experienced than I am. Getting there. Yeah. <laughs> You're a busy guy. I mean, it's not just enough to be bassist in this worldwide hit band, Codaline, but you're a videographer. You're so active on social media. Getting there. Yeah, like, it was kind of on the last tour, I realised that I didn't have any memories from the first one, so I just started <laughs> picking the camera up. And it's like, yeah, it's really kind of built itself into another career. It's brilliant. Yeah, and you, I love your hashtag, always press record. Always. That is that is a good uh, a good mantra to live by. Yeah, Although completely. you must have, you never have anything, your hands are probably never free, are they? Never. No, right. It started with the phone. I think everyone started doing it. At one point, you just kind of started picking up little memories and then mm. it's developed into a, a serious problem. You're right though, because <laughs> I'm the same. I have a shocking memory and if I don't take photos and stuff, I yeah, I don't, if I don't document stuff, yeah, I won't remember. <laughs> now your next collaboration, because you do, You've done a fair few as a music producer as well. You say you're a busy man. Mm. It's actually with Carlsberg. This is very interesting is. sounding. Tell yeah, us a bit about this. The well, Danish experiment. Yeah, so it, it, it's really quite an interesting project. That's why I got involved. It's We get to go to Copenhagen for a couple of days and collaborate with Danish artists. Yeah. And we don't know who we're working with yet until we get there. But it's really just to try find out more about the Danish way and how it similar and different to the Irish way. It seems to you be know. the way to go. I'm just reading about it here. Yeah, they're they, very happy people. They they have a yeah. very good way of living, I think. Yeah, I think they get the work-life balance right. Yeah. And, and I think that's something the Irish could work on. But then I think we're a bit more outgoing. So I think we can probably pull them out of their shell a bit. I think if we had the choice, the balance would be way off with just life and oh, work yeah. would be never featured. If you see Dublin on a sunny day, that, that, that's the ideal balance <laughs> the for the Irish people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love this fact. The Danish burn more candles per household than anywhere else in the world. Is that a sign of happiness? Must I, be. I think it's a sign of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and romanticness, yeah, maybe. Think, yeah, we have, we have more turf on the fire than yeah. we had candles, you know. Oh, I love a good turf fire. It smells Can't great. Beat it. So you're going there for a long weekend and you, you land, you'll get matched up with somebody and you'll just live the Danish way for a few days. Yeah, and just see it through their eyes. You know, I think that's cool. the main thing. I've been to Copenhagen a few times on tour and mm. we get to see the venue and we get to see the restaurant next door and then nice. you're gone yeah, again. You're gone. You know? Yeah, you don't see much. Yeah, so it'll be lovely to see it from their perspective. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that one because that'll be all over online when it starts. It's 12th of June, episode one. It goes through to July. So you can keep an eye on facebook.com forward slash Carlsberg Ireland and see where... Basically, where Jay ends up, uh, he doesn't even know at this point. And speaking of touring, so you're doing a, a fair few festival dates this summer. Yeah, you know, after we've got we've got uh, Malahide Castle mm. on the 8th of June and then we've got uh, Galway and Cork yeah. and then we're off around Europe for about 15 other festivals. So busy, it's, it's busy. non-stop. What's the festival like in comparison to like the, the arena or the indoor venue? Well, it's, a, it's almost like band holiday time, you Is know. It? It's, it's really lovely because it's only wor- we working at the weekends and then you get you can <laughs> kind of stay on if you want and yeah. take a couple of days yeah. and be a bit of a tourist. So yeah, it's an easier time of the year. And then the festival itself, it's, I don't know, there's something different about playing a festival. You have to work a little bit harder 
but there's a chance to get more fans out. Yeah. Whereas your own gig, you know who's coming to see you. Of course. They're, they're coming because they like it. Whereas at a festival, you really have to put the boat out. They might have wandered over from another yeah, yeah. place and or something. You, you want to see if you can hold them the mm. whole way through the set. And does the weather affect that, do you think? Uh, not in my experience. Like, we've had one or two Glastonbury gigs where the weather has changed drastically in the centre and you just get this amazing visual uh, what's it called Mexican wave oh, of all, cool. all the umbrellas and ponchos <laughs> coming on at the same time but the crowd usually stays through I think once you're at a festival you don't really care you what the weather's loads, like yeah. Yeah. I don't think, didn't think you're allowing umbrellas at Glastonbury obviously they get snuck well, they in they get the flags in so oh, I've seen a few umbrellas yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of outdoor gigs Will he be going to Ed Sheeran in the next few weeks? Because I think we'll he, have to pop he, along. He's going to bring, got to bring back some good memories for you. Yeah, no, it's, it's only last year. It's nearly a year uh, since we got married. So, yeah, I think we have to pop along and say thanks. Yes, if you don't remember that Jay was that 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 guy on stage proposing at Ed Sheeran and Croker. What was that three years ago now? God, Two? Yeah, it must be three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you followed through. You're married now. Yeah, no, it's all over. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be. Couldn't be. No, no, very happy. And yeah, no, we're just... Yeah, it was the easiest way to get the proposal that out there. That was the easiest way? I just didn't have to tell the family you afterwards, were... <laughs> you know? Did they know? Well, everyone knew afterwards. Well, they knew, oh, but the whole world knew <laughs> afterwards. And like, I mean... You're not going to get on stage this time in Phoenix Park and renew your vows or anything, are you? Because you're no, already d- out doing most men in the world. Yeah, I, d- I don't think he's going to let us anywhere near the stage this time. <laughs> he, he seems to be up for anything. He always lets these things happen and gets no, involved. He's, and no, he's a lovely guy. Very yeah, nice he guy. Seems, is he as nice as he seems? or is Unfortunately, yeah, yes. Sometimes you kind of hope that <laughs> they're just evil underneath or something, but yeah, no, yeah. he's not. No, he's that good. It's the same with you guys. I mean, you're, you're four lovely guys. So you're flying the flag. Oh, well, thanks. not just for swords, because you're obviously you're Selbridge, aren't you? Well, Manus, yeah. Manus, born and yeah. bred. Yeah. Born and bred. Out that way. And so how are you feeling about the new album? I can't believe this is only album number three. I feel I like know, you've been it, around longer. It does feel a lot longer for us. I think because we did the first two albums back to back, just mm. kind of rolled into it. Uh, we kind of thought we were still on album one at one stage, yeah, you know. So, yeah. yeah, no, it's really, really exciting. We just sent the songs in there on Friday. Ooh. We've got another couple of days until we have to say what order they're in oh, and we're th- we're th- what the name there. is. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Well, no, it's been in a few times, I think, at this stage. So okay. we, we pulled back at one stage. We weren't really happy with what we had. We thought we could do a bit better. Okay. If we've been gone for that long, you want to come back with a bang. Mm-hmm. And I think we're nearly there. I think we've got it. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because the debut album, In a Perfect World, sold over a million copies all over the world. For mm-hmm. a, like a debut album, that's amazing. Your second album, Coming Up For Air, number one here, number one in loads of countries. Mm. So now, as you say, it's been a little while. Is the pressure on to have this e- e- either equal that or be better than... You know, I th- I think every band wants to be the biggest band in the world and mm. we're, we're still striving for that. You know, I think uh, the landscape's changed so much, even since In A Perfect World. Spotify is so important now and yeah. I th- it's it's very hard to know how anything's going to react anymore. So we just have to absolutely love everything on the album and we, and we really do. We're so excited for it to come out. You know, and you've bands like Muse then going, ah, albums, they're old hat now, we're just going to keep releasing singles. Why, yeah, why? you know, I think that might might be the next Is way it? to go, oh, that's, unfortunately. That's sad. I know I was raised on Astral Weeks and yeah. an album was an album, you know. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, that's the way and it's going. And to be going. able to hold it and read it and look at yeah. the, you know, if you got the lyrics, it was a bonus yeah, and no, the artwork. I, I was and just saying outside, my favourite thing of buying an album back in the day was getting the the, the bonus DVD with the studio content yeah. and all the behind yeah. the scenes. And that's when you really got to know a band. Whereas now with the, the Spotify way, you, you kind of know a song and you you might re- remember who the mm, band is, but mm. not all the time. I know. At the last couple of U2 albums, 
I've I've had on download because it's been forced upon me. Marty's very technical and I'm not. I'm old school. So I, I can't remember what they look like or what the cover is or yeah, the, yeah. even the track order because I always have it on the shuffle. So it's like, it's kind of, that's even that's dying out. It's really sad. I know, we spend so much time putting all this artistic yes. effort into it. No oh. one even reads it. No. <laughs> Listen, your fans are absolutely diehard. They I will definitely they will. be. So the new single is out now. Yeah, Follow Your Fire is out at the moment and there's going to be one more single before the album. So. so have we any idea when the album will drop, as the young people say? Oh, we're just saying the summer. Okay. Oh, we don't want to let anyone down. We're not going to say a date until it's absolutely set in stone. Well, that's but not too... It, it's I very mean, close. Well, it's allegedly summer now, yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't mm-hmm. know really. Only in Ireland, though. No. 